Okay, guys. So, last night while I was kind of nodding off while watching a show, I had this nightmare. Um, and it was almost like sleep paralysis where I was... I, I, I would kind of wake up, but then I was getting drugged down back into the dream. And after like the fifth or sixth time, I, I got up enough to try to take notes. But you can see my like... You can see where my, my thumb was slipping on my phone and just hitting buttons as I was falling asleep. And I, I remember just trying so hard to stay awake because I didn't want to go back. Um, and I kept trying to like re-scare myself so I would wake up, but it wasn't working. And I just kept slipping back into the dream. So I'm going to try to read my notes. <laughs> They're not the bestest and my dog is playing with the squeaky toy right next to me. So you guys get to hear that. Um, so it says, dream, doggo, uh, drama. <laughs> I, I don't, I kind of know what that's about. Um, but then, train, farm, sim, plot to kill me, old time-ish, lots of characters, old man, old lady, twin womans. I'm doing farm work and at some point I'm, I'm left alone. And, um, and that's where they grab me. I know my boyfriend and my dog are, are close, but I, I can't scream to get help. I'm stuck, I'm inside myself. Uh, but all I can do is make myself say I love you very calmly, very purposefully. And that was just me saying goodbye, not asking for help. And I was, I was in a box and I think it was because my sleepy drugs weren't letting me wake up because I was, I was doped up. Um, and then somehow I get free and they get caught and then that's the end of that dream. They like go to jail. So I want to I want to talk about that part really quickly. So let me make sure the recording's still working. Yeah, it is. Um, okay, so I basically I was working on a farm and it's it, it was old timeish, but it was almost like the set of one of those murder mystery movies, and like I knew that that was what was going to happen. And so in the back of my mind, I was thinking that someone is going to kill me. That was like it was understood, but there were plenty of people that it could have been um and I don't exactly know how this was all working out I know my dog was there my boyfriend was like I don't know it was almost like he wasn't a part of it but he was there it was probably me knowing that I was sleeping in my bed and my boyfriend was right there um I do remember at one point I knew what sleep paralysis was but I was thinking that the dream was real and being like, oh, this is similar to sleep paralysis. Um, very meta. Um, so anyway, old timey area and I'm, I'm, I'm working on this farm and the farm is like a ranch where there's lots of area and I, um, I, I was like, normally everyone was in the view, in view of everybody. It was, there's no like hidden corners. Um, and I remember my dog. I was trying to keep him safe. I was trying to keep him in the house or keep him in the farm so he couldn't get out and get hurt. That seems to be a reoccurring theme. <laughs> um, so there was all of that. And that was like a good chunk of my mental energy was just making sure he was okay. <laughs> um, and safe and didn't like run away and get ran over by a tractor. Um, and so amidst all of that, I know at one point he got loose in an area and by loose I mean he just wasn't on a leash it's not like he was running away 
and he grabbed a bone and he was walking away casually like oh yes I'm gonna go lay in this dirt over here and chew on my bone um and I remember being like stay like a nice deep this is an emergency stay and he sat and he turned around and he looked at me <laughs> and when I got him but at this point I felt that I had to carry him maybe I lost the leash or something and I um oh what happened uh an old man in like an old Amish cart basically um pulls up beside me I know him from the ranch and he seems like an old nice dude and he offers to um yeah to give me a ride back to the ranch and so I, I accept me and Terry go into the cart and we go on our way there everything's kind of good um get to the ranch drop off the cart and this is kind of where um drop off dog and cart and this is kind of where I don't know which one came first I'm gonna go with a thought you'll see and so then something else happens and I go to a different area of the ranch and I distinctly remember taking a note that I was like plowing a field or something and I remember taking a note that oh if I go around here there's no windows looking outside and I thought I was like hey that's a that's a bad place don't go there and it was like a small area like the size of a patio and I thought I was like I shouldn't go there but I was like I have to plow the field up against that wall I have to um so I go do it and then I'm I'm over in the area and I like take that pause I'm like ah see it wasn't nearly as bad as I thought it could be and then um in plain view the cart dude um rolls up and I I remember he just kind of looks at me he's like oh hey did you want to ride to the front and I said sure and so he picks me up and we're we're talking and I realize we're not going towards the uh towards the farm where like we, we kind of went a, a little bit out of the way but not completely out of the way it was totally feasible like maybe he just didn't want to go over that one hill something like that um and I remember getting increasingly increasingly uncomfortable and and noting that yeah there, there is someone trying to murder people here actually specifically murder me I don't know why but it was a murder mystery but it was a mystery for me to try to find my killer um and I remember like like, you know, in movies where, kind of like Hans from Frozen, where, like, at first they're all, like, nice and happy, and then slowly you can see, like, their face just turn sinister. And I could see him, like, loosen, like, he was an old man, but he was, like, a fit older man. Um, like, older man, not old man, I guess. Um, and I could see, like, his shoulders loosen up, like, he was relaxing and getting comfortable, and his posture was changing and the way he was like smiling knew it was like he knew something I didn't and I looked at him and I kind of like because at this point I, I was trapped in some way shape or form I knew I couldn't get out and it was before both of us acknowledged what was going to happen and I sat there I was like oh shit this is going to happen but I don't want him to know I'm gonna it's going to happen but then also I can't get out and I'm just tired and I just remember thinking I was so freaking tired and I just like leaned back in my seat, looked at him and says, you're going to do it, aren't you? And he gave this huge smile. Like he was proud that I figured it out. Like I was worthy prey. Um, and 
I don't remember exactly what was going to happen. I don't remember. There was like a gap. And I know that I was being taken away from the farm. But we had to go through the farm ranch thing. And we, um, oh, what happened? Basically, I remember I was in like, almost like a coffin. I was, I was stuck and no one could see me. But I could hear people and I knew where people were. Like, I, I knew my boyfriend was hanging out in this lobby. I just knew. Uh, and I knew my dog was playing with my boyfriend. And so I knew they were right there. Um, and so I'm, I'm laying down and it's like sleep paralysis. I couldn't say anything. I couldn't move anything, but I was conscious and I couldn't scream. And I think like in, in real life, I think I was trying to scream. And then I, during that part, I remembered how sleep paralysis works that you need to like to, to make it stop. You need to, um, focus really, really hard and make something about you change in real life, not in the dream. Um, at least that's how I work through it. And I always start with like a, a deep low note in my throat. That's, it's just the easiest one. Cause you don't have to do anything with your body. It's just the act of breathing out using your vocal cords. I guess that's how voices work, but it's like the sound where my voice is relaxed or my, my throat is relaxed, not doing anything. Um, and so I was trying to do that and I was focusing so hard and I knew I couldn't scream and I knew that they weren't going to hear me no matter what I did. So I just focused on saying the words, I love you very slowly as we were next to my boyfriend and dog. Like as we were going, it was me saying goodbye. It wasn't me asking for help anymore. It was just like, it was just sad. <laughs> I was sad and I was like, I'm going to die and they're going to be confused at where I went and I love you guys. Um, and so there was all that. And then I want to say my dog could smell me or something, or you heard me with this fancy dog hearing, but somehow there's not like a, Oh, something happened and I got free. It's like all of a sudden I was out of the, the container that I was in. And the bad guys were running away, but then somehow they got caught. And that was kind of the end of that section of the dream, which was like the original dream. And then I kept falling back into it. <laughs> That's the only way I can describe it is I was falling. Um, and then I have notes after that. So I'm going to read those. Either I visit the farm once a year on a semi-frequent basis with the same group of friends on the table because on they are amazing cook that sat different. I kind of remember there was a whole cooking show part of this. Um, or I kept falling into the same dream over and over again. So that's like, that's kind of where I was, my, my hands weren't working anymore, so I couldn't type. And I, didn't, I get to, didn't get to use the extra words in English like is and the. Um, and so, okay, continuing. Uh, the first time it's a flick, they get cushed it. I'm paranoid, not Bud City. No one can keep me safe. <laughs> and then after that, I said, it happened over and over and over again, living the bat over and over scary. I'm aware. So there's that. Um, and I remember like, basically this was like three or four different versions. Um, the first one was I went back and I wasn't sure if that actually happened. I wasn't sure if this was a different group of people or what. 
And I remember thinking like, oh God, like, oh, it's going to happen again. Is it the same people? I was just trying to figure stuff out and I wasn't doing work. I was just sitting there trying to monitor. Um, the second one was that, oh, and at some point they found me, they tried to get me, but I think I got away before they could actually do, no, hold on, no, this was the other part where I was in that same area and they did like a drive by. And I remember being just almost like in, um, in cartoons where they, they use a cane to get somebody off of the stage. Something just grabbed me around my waist and yanked me, um, away with them. Um, and I remember that one was painful. Like the grab was painful before I was more resigned and just kind of accepted that I was going to die. This one was, I was trying to get away and it was painful because I was trying to escape. Um, and then somehow I got away. And then the second or the third one was, no, second one, they wanted to build a city because I had vocalized that this keeps happening. <laughs> um, and they, the people, the ranch people thought that, oh, building a city around the ranch would make it safer because there's more people that could see you. And I just couldn't convince them that that just meant there were more blind spots. There, there are more blind spots for them to grab me. Just less buildings, just open. I just wanted everything to be seen, nothing to be hidden. Um, and they did build the city. And I remember trying to find the best path through the city where I'm always in view of something or someone that like, not that there always is someone there, but there's always the idea that people can see you. Like if you're walking down a city street, no one's looking at you, but you know, 90% of time there's people in shops around that could be looking outside when something bad happens, that sort of thing. Um, so I was trying to plan like my route and I was on one side of the city and I needed to get back to the farm, which meant I had to go through the city and it was just a whole thing. Um, and then I remember running and I remember seeing those twin girls cause there was the, the old man was the older man was the, the, the ringleader. He was the one that wanted to do the murder. And then it's like he had a, a wife or a sister. And then there were these twin women and it was one of those dreams where you're just getting chased and you're running around, um, by this point, I, this is repeated. Um, and I just remember seeing like the women were originally, they were, you know, beautiful yet plain women and slowly, but surely they were getting more and more like, I don't even know, like they were getting taller and broader and their chins were getting thicker and square. And they were just turning masculine enforcery. And I just remember, and they were wearing the same dress though, which is how I, obviously it was two of the same people and they were gradually changing, but they were wearing like, almost like little girl nightgowns where I had like the poofy sleeves and whatever. It doesn't matter. It was just creepy. And so they're like I keep walking around corners and see them there and they were smiling at me and then they were like cock their head to the left and just smile and in my head I'm like you think I'm gonna look at you and that means that they're coming behind me I'm supposed to be stunned right here no and I would run but I had to have that thought process first and that was like in my mind that was enough time like I delayed too much um and so I'm running and I'm running and I'm running and like stuff 
happens, this happens over and over again. And eventually, at one point, they um, they all get caught. They all get actually sent to jail, and there's a trial in that one. I don't remember a lot about that, but I know that there was a trial and stuff. So I'm next dream. I'm back at the farm. I'm like, oh my god, so safe. They're in jail. They can't get out. And then, um, oh, what happened? I want to say that the old man got off on bail or something. Like, he's supposed to still be in jail, but he is out, but still being prosecuted. And he shows back up, and he's kind of in his suit, all disheveled and he walks back into the ranch, because that's kind of where we're all living. And I just was, un like, I didn't expect my murderer to show back up where I'm at. And, like, it was almost like, he looked not like a murderer, but like a man who was just tired. And he didn't realize it was there. Like, he didn't go there with the intention of murdering me again. He just went back home, and I was there. And he looked weak, I guess, is the way I, w I want to describe it. And I remember thinking that, oh, you're not allowed to be. Um, and I, I, I attacked him. And, like, when I say attack, I didn't you know, punch and scratch and hit and kick. I, I attacked him with, with claws and fangs, um, which human, still human. I didn't have claws and fangs, but that was the way I was attacking him. And I distinctly remember biting his like nose. So I had like, my teeth were around his nostril and ripping it off. Um, hold on, I have a note. I have a note about this. But yeah, let me read that section first. Cause it says, um, Terry, my dog. Oh my God, Terry. I tried to keep him safe. And then in the last encounter with the old man who murdered me, I attacked, I stabbed his tongue, ripped his ear, tear, tore his nose. And then, okay. So that was, that was it. I was just, I was mauling the dude. And I remember thinking, I can't rip it all the way off because I want him to try to heal it. Cause I'm that person. And I, I wanted like, I didn't want the ear to come off all the way. I wanted him to spend the effort trying to save it and then that part be painful. Um, and so I was making sure to not take chunks out of the dude. I was making sure just to rip and pull apart small bits. Um, and I just remember thinking like, uh, like I had so much tension built up in my, in my spine where I was just very I don't know. Um, I felt like I was powerless and I, I don't even know. It was almost like I was given weapons and I was using them. I was using them for all of those times that I couldn't before. Um, but then he called the cops and I knew that if I, um, if I had attacked him and he knew or, and, and the cops knew, that was going to put his trial in jeopardy and I didn't know what to do. And I, I, I was like, Oh shit, shit, shit. What am I going to do? And I was like, okay, my dog attacked him <laughs> because that way he's still going to jail. And I had said that and I didn't, it didn't click that that means that my, my dog attacked a human. They're going to want to put my dog down. And I just remember like nothing happened. No one tried to take him away. But I remember thinking that like, the police report was going to get made and then he, and then someone would notice and then someone would take my dog away. 
and I just had this whole thing about like, oh my God, I blew down my dog, it's my fault, and here, go put him down, and panic, panic, panic. Um, so that was that, and I think that was the part that woke me up. Not 100% sure. Um, I wanna check my notes really fast, because I think there was one, one more part. Oh, okay, yeah. Um, yeah, I was writing about how my hands weren't working. Um, and the, it says, the dream is trying to grab me. I actually feel my hands drifting off. My eyes are falling. I love Zach and I love Terry. I thought it was so cool. End of my messages. <laughs> but I, I do remember thinking, like, like I, I can't stay awake and I'm going to go back. And I was just terrified and scared. Um, but then afterwards, my dog saved me again. Uh, he has asthma, and he had a little asthma attack, which, you know, woke me up, got my my heart going a bit. Um, and I had to go and, and help him. You're supposed to blow in their nose so that a thing happens. Um, so I had to go do that. So I woke up and, and did it, and then I was awake enough to, like, put on a different TV show, change my sleeping position, um, make myself slightly uncomfortable, that sort of thing. I was changing, I was changing my scenario. So I hoped that my subconscious wouldn't put me back. That was my thought process. Um, but yeah, that was like a, a 20, 20 minute dream or 20 minute sleep. And I, that dream lasted so long. And I remember thinking like, oh, I miss my story dreams. Well, I got it. And I'm going to record another one after this, which is my actual dream throughout the night. So have a great day, guys. Bye.